I mean, the biggest gap between anyone is you know where you're at generally, if you have the self-awareness, hopefully you do, and we might know where we want to go. But then there's this massive chasm in between where we are and where we want to be, and you have to develop a process in order to move from here to there. Hello and welcome back to the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. My name is David Bloom and I'm here with my co-host Alan Briggs. What is up, David? Quick question. All right, straight out of the shoot today. This is Thanksgiving week. So what do you love about Thanksgiving and what's your Thanksgiving going to look like? Okay, so I love Thanksgiving food. I actually already had a Friendsgiving last Sunday. And as I was eating delicious things, we're talking stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and uh, turkey, I was wondering why I never eat this stuff throughout the rest of the year. Like, why do we deprive ourselves of delicious Thanksgiving-esque treats for the rest of the year? Why? I mean, they're available uh, to I have us. A few, I have a few ideas. You want to hear them? Yes. Uh, maybe overeating. Maybe we gorge ourselves too much. And then we have the leftovers. And then we're just like, oh, I don't even know. That doesn't sound good. Maybe the other one is association. I don't think about turkey like any other time. It's amazing. Yeah. It's delicious, but I mean, once the leftovers are out of the fridge, I've eaten enough turkey sandwiches. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm good for the year. That's my only two thoughts on that. But what about yeah. you, man? What would you add to that? Yeah. If if I ate like Thanksgiving often, I would be like 500 pounds. So that's probably the the overeating part is is probably good that I don't do that all the time. But what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh man, I. I try not to discriminate. I mean, I just love Thanksgiving food. It's generally anything starch or carbs. And so it's just kind of that meal. It's a free-for-all. Uh, my mom makes these rolls. If we're in town with my family that are amazing, uh, I make some pretty mean mashed potatoes. I mean, just like the creamy kind that is so good, ridiculous amounts of butter in there. And of course, milk. I mean, they are so good. Um, like, clouds. I mean, just so puffy. So I, I would have to say that. And then turkey, I'm going to do a little bit of it. And then, you know, I do leftovers for sandwich, but sometimes I would say this cranberry sauce shaped like a can, like this stuff yeah. straight out of the can. It's so good every time. I don't know what it's made of, probably not cranberries, but those would probably be my top three. And then, I mean, any pie, come on, the pies are ridiculous on Thanksgiving. What about yeah. you, man? Do you have a favorite? The cranberry sauce with the ridges that are, cause it's like the shape shape of the can and you can slice it and you're like what what it's good what every time this? man <laughs> yeah good every but time it's a little weird when you don't know why things are the way they are but you just eat it anyway it's once a year it's not gonna hurt you pies pies Smurf, are my favorite yeah. sue's sue's my wife if people don't know who that is made an apple pie and it was awesome it was delicious with vanilla ice cream so i'm feeling good we're gonna do another friendsgiving for thanksgiving um go up north where we used to live in Clark and uh, hang out with some friends. So I'm excited about it, but we've got a lot to cover besides just delicious Thanksgiving food. And um, But first, before we jump into it, we're going to be talking about growth today on the podcast, but it's been a big month for Stay Forth. Huge. And a lot of things going on. Um, it's really exciting on our end, um, but why don't you take a second to, to let, catch everyone up to speed on all the things that are happening uh, with Stay Forth? 
Man, such a such an exciting month. And I've had a couple people say, man, you guys are doing a lot right now. And I think that's true in one sense, but in another sense, it's really been incremental growth. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. I mean, I try to model that myself and at Stay Forth, we try to model that to not try to do everything new and just kind of rip off the Band-Aid, but start with you know your next thing and then plan for the thing beyond that and the thing beyond that. So it feels like we're kind of hitting the next thing and the thing beyond that. Uh, a couple things that we're excited about. First of all, the journal, right side up journal. We've been dreaming about for almost two years and we've been planning this for almost a year since January. We knew that we wanted it to drop Small Business Saturday, um, which is coming up and uh, we're really excited about, but it's been on pre-sale um, this you know, most of the month. And we're just getting, we've, we've had a bunch of orders come in. We've had a bunch of questions come in, people excited, some people buying it for their whole team. And uh, we're able to do that for extra orders and whatnot. So we're just super excited that we're not just seeing people order one, we're seeing people order two, and they're going to go through it with their spouse or their friend, um, several churches and organizations ordering it for their leadership team. So we can't wait. So that is exciting. I've been using it myself. It's in this beautiful leather sleeve that is also available on Small Business Saturday. And uh, man, I just love it. It's kind of the journal that I always wish I would have had. And I've been journaling and writing down my thoughts and you know, podcasts I'm listening to, things that I'm learning, schedule for the day in a paper journal for a while, but I've had to just draw that online. So it's been a pretty unbelievable experience to use that myself, our team's using it, and I uh, cannot wait to start feedback. And out of that launches a community. So we have a Facebook community. Anybody that buys the journal gets into that. For people who are growing, learning, being coached, walking through the journal, we're, we're pumped. So we've essentially been able to make that growth portable and affordable with the journal. Um, take it wherever you go. Just feels like analogs coming back, that we're looking at a screen so much. We want to get people's eyes off of their desktop and we want them to be able to take that to the coffee shop with them, to sit in their reading chair in the morning. So that's the, the first thing that I'm pumped about. The second thing is group coaching. People have been asking for a while, how do we have a solution that costs less, but also involves some community? Mm -hmm. uh, we love, love, love one-on-one -on -one coaching. David and I are both coaches. And the rest of our team, uh, we absolutely love and believe in our one-on-one -on -one coaching, but we realize it can be cost prohibitive sometimes. And so we wanted to make sure we launch it at the right time. So we're actually going to start the first week of December. And we only have room for 12 in this. And uh, Karen Harper and I are going to be walking this cohort through it. So the right side up coaching cohort. And it's going to have that group feel. It's going to have a Facebook group associated with it. And just can't wait to hear and watch and see people interacting in that group and asking questions. So um, you have to apply for it. But we are really pumped about who those dozen people are going to be in the cohort for that. And uh, of course, the Right Side Up Awards. This one's been a really fun one. And David, I'd love for you to, to share about this. But I mean, what we celebrate in a community matters a lot to us. I mean, mm -hmm. it becomes the new norm. And um, that's something that our team is always wanting to raise up those heroes that are choosing health before impact. And so we just thought the Right Side Up Awards before the new year, before kind of the rush of Christmas, we're going to celebrate those unsung heroes. We've got five different categories. We've had a ton uh, of nominations come in from other people right now, and you can nominate up to five people. So we are just really excited at uh, who we're going to be able to celebrate. We've got an awesome gift package um, for each person and, of course, a certificate. But really the big thing is, is we just want to tell them, keep it up, what you do matters. And again, we've already got some great nominations. So uh, what are you of those three maybe most excited about, David? 
I think the right side up awards. Um, there's been moments in ministry for me where the moment you affirm someone in in something that they're doing, their faithfulness, whether it's you know small, maybe they think it's mundane, maybe they think it's something that's not noticeable or noteworthy. And when you speak life and celebration and affirmation into that, it completely changes them because you're right. Culturally, whether it's just American culture or church culture, we have very select things that we celebrate. And those things can be great. Harvest and fruit and effectiveness and impact. Those are all great things. But um, what we want to take time to do is celebrate people's faithfulness and their health and their longevity and the the impact maybe that's under the surface that they don't even realize. And there's just so much joy that comes um, when you see people kind of light up in their calling um, because you've given them permission, even though they didn't need it. But, um, well, hold on, I'm going to say that different. Because you've affirmed them in a gift that maybe um, they didn't even realize that they were living into. So I'm excited about that to see what it does and to see um, how it grows and maybe how it helps shape a conversation moving forward um, that we might celebrate some different things and add those to the list as we uh, raise up leaders and um, just uh, celebrate the, the right things. I think so, man. I, I can't wait to release that. We're actually going to be here on the podcast on December 5th. We're going to share that. Anybody who's been nominated will be able to just listen along. And, and we want to obviously surprise some people. A lot of people won't know um, that they're nominated. And so we, we just can't wait for, for that. And we're trying to change the conversation around leadership. I mean, we have this crazy audacious goal to literally change the heart of the Christian leadership conversation uh, away from just celebrating fruit. Again, like you said, amazing things, but in celebrating the roots of that, the health of mm-hmm. that, those who are investing in other people and uh, those five different categories span all kinds of different things and teams and organizations and business does not matter. If there is a kingdom leader that you know of, you still have time um, until the end of the month to be able to nominate somebody. So um, yeah, just head to stayforth.com backslash awards. And we're going to bless the heck out of these people with just an amazing care package. Again, a certificate for their wall. But more than that, just say, we see you and we at Stay Forth celebrate you. And whoever nominated you sees that and is grateful as well. So yeah, man, I, I can't wait. There's really no bottom line you know, for us other than just changing the conversation and, and who we celebrate. Can't wait, man. Yeah, huge, huge month. But I think it's been bubbling up for a while. None of this stuff that we just say, we should do this tomorrow. It just kind of is hitting. And instead of, you know, into 2020, actually we're starting our group coaching cohort in December so that we can make clear goal setting. And we're going to talk about some of that today as well. Uh, It drives us crazy when people don't grow. People have ideas or dreams, but they just never pull them down to earth. And there's some practical things that I think we do really well in coaching. We want to expand that to group coaching. And many times here on the podcast, if you're taking good notes today, you're going to get some great stuff out of this for $0. I mean, you pause it, go back, listen. We want to set you up for growth. Don't wait till January 5th or January 10th to realize that the year's starting to get away from you. Start this process now, maybe over Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, whatever that looks like. So that's the goal today. Let's get really practical. Yeah. And the reason that we have this momentum and this excitement at Stay Forth among the whole team is really because of you guys, our audience and our listeners, you are interactive, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or letting us know in person or through email. And so that's what keeps us going. It's what keeps us excited. It's what keeps us 
um, just hungry to add value to this conversation in whatever way we can. And so thanks for listening along with us. And um, we're excited for just the end of the year, but also 2020 as we look towards um, all the things that are ahead. So what we're going to talk about today is this idea of growth. You know, not just kind of one-time life change moments, paradigm shifts, those are important, but we're, we're after sustainable growth. And in my life, coaching has been great for this. Um, if, if some people don't know my story, I moved to Colorado pretty young, green, 24 years old, moved up to the mountains. Uh, everything was new. Everything was freaky. I was just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, uh, hoping it would stick right? Whether I was reading articles or whatever, and just trying to see if something would stick. And that's not a great way to grow. (laughs) We talk a lot about practice makes perfect, but that's not true. You can be practicing really poorly, or you could be practicing wrong. And if you have no feedback, if you have no structure to your growth or direction to your growth, practice doesn't necessarily make perfect. And what I realized in that season as well, I have an example. Let me stop you there. My golf game. Like that is the primo example, like I have swung the golf club thousands and thousands and thousands of times and I have the same wicked slice because I've <laughs> never gone to a golf pro. I've never cared yeah. enough that I would actually invest my time and money. And so I just kind of like get up there and hack away at golf and I'm fine. I, I'm okay. Good enough to beat my brothers in law sometimes, but I just am kind of like, I, I think I'm okay uh, with that. And that would be like the perfect example of like, I've been practicing. I I surely ain't perfect. I'm not even any better than I used to be. Yeah. You're basically just practicing your slice until someone comes along and shows you how to not slice the ball. It's wicked. It's like a 90 degree angle. I mean, it is, it is nasty, but it is fun to watch. I will say. Yeah. So that concept is reps are a great thing and they can add to your growth, but you need feedback. You need someone in your corner. You need um, direction and clarity with where you're headed. And, um, another principle that I learned is busyness does not equal productivity. Busyness makes us feel good because we can tell people we're up to a lot of stuff, but growth is, is directed, structured movement towards a goal in our life, towards an understanding of, of who we want to be. And as Christians, we want to be more like Jesus and how he's uh, created us to be in that. So Alan, as I think about my growth journey, a lot of it has come from coaching and mentors and relationships like that. Um, but there's plenty of ways that we can grow um, and sustainably grow, continually grow year after year. Um, so you have some things that you want to, to unpack this, this episode. What are some things uh, that we can do proactively, not just reactively to grow? Yeah, the, the first idea is actually where we're heading. Many times we think of a huge growth curve and we just want to get in there and we want to crush it. And often we're starting from a deficit. So maybe 2019 was a rough year for you. Maybe you didn't hit your goals. Maybe you don't even remember what they were. Maybe you feel dissatisfied. So in that guilt, we often say, well, then I want to double whatever my goals were. Well, if you didn't even hit those goals and then you want to double those, like there's a gap there that doesn't make sense, but we do that a lot. So we actually plan our goals out of guilt and we're going for a massive growth spike. But what about sustainable growth? I mean, that's what we're after. And I think that's what we're seeing at Stay Forth is sustainable growth that we can continue to handle, kind of grow into and to steward. And actually Mark Batterson on the podcast last week 
talked about that, that if God were to bless you with growth, whether it's, you know, in yourself physically, whether it's spiritual growth, whether it's growth in the organization that you lead, would you be able to steward it? I mean, that's really what I heard from that podcast and from his book, Double Blessing. And we absolutely believe that. So we want sustainable growth. So what are we aiming at, first of all? And actually, I've seen the negative, that that idea of why people don't grow. And I see these four recurring themes and they're actually really simple. They're, they're ridiculously practical. But that first one is people don't write them down. So if you want to grow, write down your goal. Once you clarify it and actually put it on paper, something changes. And, and physically, you realize, oh, here's what I'm going after. But if it's nebulous, just up in your head, up in a fog or a cloud, you're really not going to be able to pull it down to earth. And so clarity, 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 that's so much of coaching, really what it's about. And, um, and we're not huge fans of like the boot camp, boot camp learning model where, you know, whether it's church planting, whether it's a business, whether it's an intensive where we just cram information down your throat. There's only so much that you can handle. And so that's why we believe in that incremental growth of coaching where maybe it's an every other week session. Maybe it's like a cohort style where we'll meet once a month. Maybe it's a check-in that we'll have. So whatever that is, write it down is the first one. The second one is to make your goals realistic. Many times I just think we're going for that massive growth spike and our goals are just unrealistic. So very, very simple, but I love the smart goal way of laying out goals. It's really simple. And I think it's been really helpful for a ton of leaders. Number one, specific. Make sure your goal is specific. So when you write that down, make sure that it's not like, I just want to grow in my health this next year. But to specifically say, I want to go to the gym, you know, X amount of times per week. If it's specific, it also should be that M measurable that you can know, did you go to the gym X amount of times last week? Is it achievable? I think this is a big one. I think we heap on the goals and we go for these massive numbers that just aren't achievable. What's cool is if Mm -hmm. you start achieving the goal, you can always raise the bar a little bit more. If you're able to go to the gym once a week or twice a week, we can do what James Clear talks about in Atomic Habits of stacking our habits on top of each other or stacking those wins. Maybe that once a week, you love it, and that's not enough to go to the gym. Then it's twice a week. Then it's three times a week. But when I see people say, I'm going to go to the gym six times a week, well, if you've been going zero to go six, like that just sounds like a lot of pain. I don't know. Maybe you're more disciplined than I am, but to be able to stack that. So specific, measurable, achievable that R is relevant. Make sure that it's relevant to the area that you want to grow in, area that you're currently leading in, something in your life. Sometimes it just isn't relevant at all to where you want to go and it doesn't quite make sense. We kind of got to rein it in a little bit. And the last one is time bound, that you actually put a specific deadline on that. And I think that a goal without being time bound is actually just a dream. Without it actually going on my calendar, here's when I'm going to do this, complete this, send this thing in, talk to this person. It's actually just not going to happen. So I think that's a good way to think about uh, making them realistic is the second one. So writing them down, making them realistic, use the SMART goals format, if that makes sense to you. The third one is actually designing a process. I see a lot of people not breaking them down in daily chunks, weekly chunks, monthly chunks. And if you're in the business world, especially quarterly chunks, are, are a big deal. And so actually, this was the main reason why we created the journal. We wanted the Right Side Up journal to come out of our coaching and kind of that sub-brand in everything that we do is Right Side Up. We want leaders to live right side up in this upside down world. 
And so a process each day to be able to clarify what specifically is the one thing that I want to accomplish. When I write that down and I have my journal sitting right in front of me, when I write that down, I realize, okay, that's very, very specific. It, it meets all the SMART goals. I can go through and do that. And that's my process. But then each week, how do I work a little bit toward a, a huge goal? I'm finishing a book that I'm editing right now and I'm, I'm in process. Well, that's been a huge goal. And so I've had to break that down into daily chunks, weekly chunks. And, and then that monthly chunk, is it realistic that in four weeks you could take out a big project? Probably is. Is it realistic in a week? Maybe not. So that's, that's the key thing and to be able to track that. Uh, and the last one is accountability. David, you're talking about coaching and I loved being able to check back in and say, David, how's this coming? Last month you said this, you do the same to people that you coach. And it's amazing when somebody else says, yes, thanks for asking. Um, I did this. I took my next step. And I mean, just the, the chances of us doing it when somebody else is asking just skyrocket. We are communal people. Tell others that you're going to do it, but also invite them to ask you. A lot of times we'll tell people something, but we don't say, hey, David, can you ask me if I you know, overate for the whole week of Thanksgiving yeah. break and had too many helpings of this? Can you ask me if I'm going to go to the gym next week? And just inviting people in so that they know that, that they have permission there. So those are the big four that I see is write them down, make them realistic and think about smart goals there, design a process to grow, how are you actually going to break them down into daily, weekly, monthly, and maybe even quarterly? And fourth is just create accountability in your life around you, kind of a web or ecosystem of accountability around you. I think if you do those four things and you're listening to this, you're going to see growth. I mean, those are the principles. That's a lot of what we try to build into our coaching processes. So David, what do you see? What do you see as the biggest gap for leaders maybe you're in relationship with or the ones that you're coaching? Yeah, well, the first thing I want to mention is that, and it sounds cliche, but the hardest person to lead is ourselves. And that's why this stuff is so important that some of you are hearing this and you're like, sweet, I got some tips on how I can lead my team or the person that I'm um, responsible for. But before you ever get there, make sure that you're living this out yourself, that you are going through some sort of process for your own goals and your own growth. Because um, I found that even though it sounds cliche, that the hardest person in my life to lead is myself. And um, these have been, these kind of processes have been huge for myself, um, not just for who I'm coaching. But when I think of Gap, um, mostly I, I would say this, this idea of, of writing them down and having a process. Because many of us have dreams and many of us uh, see other people's success and we sometimes compare ourselves to those people and we say, yeah, man, it would be great to have that or it'd be great to see this success in my life or it'd be great to see this thing happen. And we have dreams and ideas, but until we write them down, until we develop a plan and a structure in order to accomplish that goal, they just remain dreams in our heads. And so I found that the biggest gap is just getting it down on paper and then developing some sort of process to tackle that goal. Because what you said is, is you want the goals to be manageable, right? And so often I look at someone else's life and I want to be there right, right there. Like if I'm going to try to run, 
I, either I'll think back to the way I was in college when I played soccer, which I'm nowhere near, or I'll look to someone else's time and say, oh, I should be running that fast. I should be running that many miles. And I'm nowhere near that close. And I need to slowly build myself up towards that because I'm not that person or I'm not how I was in college. And so that bite-sized chunks, you have to develop a process for the growth to stick and be healthy and sustainable. That's a great point. And I just got this image, you're like sitting on the couch and you know, you got popcorn in hand and you're just watching a marathon, like the Boston Marathon on TV. And they're like, I should do that. I should run a marathon. You may even be crazy enough to go online, search it and say, man, I'm signed up for a marathon of which Suze would probably tell you, you're crazy. Like when are you going to train and all that? At that moment, you've actually committed to it. You're going to have to go through the process. Okay, what's my goal? At this date, write the marathon. And then again, make it realistic. Okay, what's my training process to be able to get there? It's a year from now. I'm not going to start running 15 miles a day starting tomorrow. So like even working into it, making it realistic, design a process. You're going to have to create the time to be able to do that. And then again, create the accountability. You're going to have to tell some other people so that we call you at 5.30 a.m. when you've committed to train or whatever that is and say, get your butt out of bed so that you can go train. I just think we we try to do that thing immediately. And whether it's in you know leadership, whether it's our physical goals, whether it's relational goals we have, um, we just try to bite that off all the time. But that to me, I think is, is what we're trying to do. Take this massive goal, do it tomorrow. And it just doesn't work. And we just kind of end up spiritually sore in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, the biggest gap between anyone leadership or self-leadership is you know where you're at generally, if you have the self-awareness, hopefully you do, um, which we can struggle with that. And we might know where we want to go, but then there's this massive chasm in between where we are and where we want to be. And you have to develop a process in order to move from here to there. And um, that's hard to do. It's hard to do for ourselves and it's hard to do for others. And that's why, you know, leadership's not the, the easiest thing in the world, but giving people the tools through coaching, um, through just resourcing them is what I think makes the biggest difference to close that gap between where we are currently and where we want to be. And I got a, I got a thought on that too. I, I think most tools are not designed for daily growth. Daily incremental mm. growth is that um, we actually think that there's some big goal, but I'll start it tomorrow. And we've actually laid out the journal. I mean, it is a three-month journey toward health and impact. So every day there's something to write down. And I think we tend to wake up each day and go like, oh, what am I going to do today? And here's this massive list and we get overwhelmed by it. But actually we've tried to create goals by eliminating things we shouldn't do. Here's exactly what we're going to do. And, and actually, I think this goal setting will eliminate a lot of things and will actually relieve you and let you breathe a little bit instead of distress. I think a lot of it is just so stressful. We wake up, we just respond to whatever's in our calendar, whatever's in our phone, whoever texts us. And we talk about the urgent versus the important. We've got to have a process to identify the important every day and then to kind of push away the urgent because there will be urgent. I mean, the more people you lead, the more opportunities there are for people to think they need something from you or to actually need something from you or have an emergency or whatever, whatever that is. And there, there are enough of those that, that come up in life, of course, that we have to respond to. So I think it's that. I also think, David, that we don't have a process, so we just end up being reactive to the day or reactive mm -hmm. to the week. And one of the things I love, love, love about the Right Side Up Journal is that on Saturday or Sunday, there's a chance for you to plan out your work week so that you don't wake up on Monday and go, what am I going to do this week? And so we've actually created that. Maybe there's some things you didn't finish last week and there's a place 
to just open that up and write down, okay, priorities that kind of carry over from last week. What am I going to do this week? And that's been so helpful. And that's how we designed it so that every single day and every single week, you have something to proactively plan toward. I think it's going to unlock amazing things. Everybody that we're coaching gets one of these as well. So we'll start to implement it into that. So I'm just like giddy, man. I got the first box of these. The leather sleeves are just beautiful. And we use that and it protects the pages really well. And it just looks really, really cool also. (laughs) So we're just super proud of, of this actually having a physical product that represents our heart at Stay Forth, but really all four of those things of writing them down, making them realistic, designing a process, and creating accountability. Man, if you're going through this journal with other people, I, I just can't wait to see what happens in that. So I, I think it's going to transform our coaching as well and, and just take it up a notch. Yeah. And people who are listening, and let's say you're not structured, you're not goal-oriented, you're not detail-oriented naturally. I can speak for myself and Alan, you'd probably agree that we're both not naturally structured and detail oriented. You're an Enneagram seven, I'm an Enneagram nine. And so you might, you might kind of even be tuning us out in this conversation or pushing back, you know, mentally against some of the things that we're saying. But what I've found is that enough structure in our life actually leads me to so much more freedom that if my calendar or my uh, direction or my growth is structureless, I end up floundering. I mean, I'm, for me, and maybe that's, maybe you can relate with that as well. Um, so what's so great about this journal and what's so great about a lot of these tools is it's just enough structure to move us in the right direction. I think of it kind of like, you know, a trellis in a garden that it's just enough structure that you know you're getting healthy growth. The vines are going to grow whether there was a trellis or not, but they're going to grow in the dirt. They're going to be tangled and intertwined. They're going to be away from the sun. They're not going to be as fruitful. Whereas if you just have a little bit of structure in your day, in your routine, in your rhythms, um, there's so much more freedom in, in, that that offers. At least that's how it's been for me personally. Have you have you found that, Alan? Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm nodding as you're saying all that. I'm not naturally a productivity guy. Um, I, you know, left unchecked, kind of want to wake up and see what happens that day, but that doesn't work. I mean, I've got four kids, leadership responsibilities, people, you know, that I get to pour my life into people that are investing in me. And when it comes to that, we, we have to steward that. And I'm also not a fan of working myself to the bone and working 80 hours a week. So I want to say, God, how do I steward this week the best way possible? We only have so much time. We only have so much energy. And uh, it's been beautiful to just have, you know, that word that I love to use, chaotic, of, of chaos and order, enough freedom and enough structure, like you're saying. And there's even pages with nothing on them so that you can, you know, head over there and sketch something. There are pictures that are going to be in here. So we've really designed this for right brain and left brain, folks. I know that's simplistic, um, but for folks that maybe think a little bit more like an engineer with their time, folks that think a little bit more like an artist with their time, and I definitely fall to the artist side of things. And so I just think we've we've walked out that chaotic balance really well. Um, and we try to live that out in our coaching as well to say, you don't have to be a productivity guru to be able to use this. In fact, um, the Full Focus Planner, by Michael Hyatt. This is a lot of people using this, um, but honestly, I try using it and it's it's like 41 things to do before you go to the bathroom in the morning. Like it's crazy. I mean, if you're way smarter and geared that direction than I am, great, but it just doesn't work for me and for a lot of leaders. And so this is kind of that in-between um, journal that keeps you heading down the road. Like you say, the trellis, 
but also prepares the way for sustainable, healthy growth. It also gives you some space space to breathe. So it's not just one more assignment. So I absolutely agree with that. And um, we've all got to steward this one crazy life that God has given us and to, to do that in a healthy way. It's interesting, David, there's a couple things too that we've, we will acknowledge that one-on-one coaching takes time, takes a lot of time. We want to invest that time into you, but it's expensive. And for some, it's cost prohibitive. And so not only do we launch the group coaching track out of that, that we are calling Right Side Up Group Coaching Cohort. So not only do we launch that, but we wanted to make sure that the the expense of coaching doesn't go to everybody who wants to use the journal. So we think at 20 bucks, it's just a, a crazy deal. You need four of these a year, invest $80 into your next year. We just feel like that's a price point that everybody can handle. Give up a few lattes every quarter and you'll be fine. But we saw that that it was expensive. And so again, this is our affordable option. And also that our tools were limited to the desktop. More and more people want to get away from their computers. And so we're trying to do that portable piece of that. And, and so really the the journal is one answer to that. And then of course the cohort is as well. We're excited for more and more group coaching on that. So if you're listening and saying, you know, I just don't have the money right now to invest in that, start with the journal. That is a solid start and uh, get to experience some of our tools as well. Uh, we have the, actually goal creation journey is one of the things that I absolutely love, David. And it starts with elimination of what we shouldn't be doing before we actually create our goals. And I don't think goal setting is something we should just do in five minutes. And when we're feeling emotional, we've had four cups of coffee. Uh, It's something we should do very carefully if we're actually going to aim and orient our whole year toward it. So guys, we're obviously pumped about this. We're getting some really good feedback, some early people who've been using the journal. Um, We've got this really cool part of it that is the one thing I must accomplish today that starts with elimination. We've got space to process your day and doodle. Um, there's even podcast notes, and there's even thoughts. You go to a conference, and you've got a ton of space to write there, or you hear a sermon or a talk. You got a lot of space, but you also have what are my next steps there, which we usually miss after content. Uh, every Thursday, we have these four big questions we ask a lot during coaching Where am I thriving? Where am I struggling? What's confusing right now? And what's missing right now? And every Thursday, you'll come back to that kind of check in when you're over hump day. We got quotes. We love us uh, some quotes and questions at Stay Forward. So we've got quotes and questions in there to kind of inspire you and for you to be able to respond to that. And then again, we've got chances for you to plan your week before the madness starts. So, man, I'm I'm pumped. I'm an evangelist to the journal already. It was locally printed here in, in Colorado Springs and designed here as well. And then we have it's handcrafted by a leather worker named Brian who's just done an incredible job with this as well. So, uh, man, can't wait to see what the kind of growth is. It looks like from that. So no matter what your goals are, uh, of course, we hope you you keep tracking along with this podcast, but we want to hear stories of this journal actually making these four things happen for you guys in terms of growth. Yeah. If you guys have been tracking along and enjoying the conversations, this journal is basically a culmination and a curation of all the questions through coaching, through the conversations we've had in this podcast, um, just through our own journeys with productivity and, and personal growth. It's it's kind of the culmination in a small, neat, portable package that we're really excited about. And um, yeah, we, we think that these things work. They've been kind of proven out in our own lives and in the lives of the folks that we've been coaching. So yeah, we're, we're excited about it. So Alan, uh, how, where, and when can folks pick this up if, they, if they're interested? Small 
Business Saturday. Black Friday, don't go out to the stores and go all crazy and get trampled in some you know Christmas traffic at whatever store, um, or just go on Amazon. We encourage you uh, to, on the 30th, Small Business Saturday, go to www.rightsideupjournal.com, www.rightsideupjournal.com. You can order that. The sleeve will be available, but those are limited. Beautiful leather sleeve that holds this in as well. You don't have to buy the sleeve with it. And um, I would encourage you to do this. Buy another one for a friend. Build that accountability in there. Buy one for your leadership team. Have it as a Christmas present. That's why we want to offer it before the year starts so you can start using it definitely by January 1st. But again, it's quarterly. So you only have to buy four of these a year. But um, I just talked to a pastor. He's actually buying this for his whole leadership team. And uh, they're really excited to be able to go through this together and kind of talk a common language. So we're, we're really pumped for that to see where that goes. And um, if you are interested in group coaching as of the time um, that we are sharing this on the podcast, there's still slots available, but those will go quickly here in our first in our first group. Uh, if you wait, chances are we won't have any slots left. So Karen and I will be leading this crew uh, on a six-month journey for health and impact in the right side up group coaching cohort. So it's it's an exciting time. Last thing, David, I just kind of want to make sure we say that again, um, I don't think we're doing all that much at Stay Forth. I think we've we've had steady and continued incremental growth Thank you guys for listening and for sharing. But even that, we've seen, we started the podcast with this dream. We're coming up on a year of the podcast, and we have a really exciting announcement that we're going to share with you in December after we share on the Right Side Up Awards. We're going to be sharing about next year. We've got some vision for that. But we didn't try to rip off more than we could chew this year for the podcast. And we have so much more we want to bring you. We have different ideas, how we're going to change up the format in 2020. So we want you to know, David and I, Love, love, love to hear feedback. We love having conversations. We have fascinating guests on here. And um, despite what you guys may think, we actually learn the most of anyone. We absolutely love um, talking on the air, processing some of our thoughts, and, and hearing from some awesome guests. So guys, we already have some interviews recorded for 2020. Just can't wait for you guys to hear that news. So we'll share it about mid-December with you guys. Um, looking forward to another great year of the podcast. So David, uh, I'm pumped that you talked me into this podcast. It was uh, something that other people had had mentioned to me before. Hey, you should do a podcast. But when we talked about doing it together, I love team and it's just been a blast to sort of incrementally grow to watch this touch more and more people. So uh, if you like this podcast, it's David's fault. Blame him. <laughs> totally uh, agree. It's been awesome, Alan. And so if you guys have enjoyed it, as always, um, please hit that subscribe button. You'll be notified every time we drop a new episode. Um, by the time this comes out, only five more episodes in 2019. And then we head into 2020, where, as Alan said, some new and exciting things are just around the corner. Um, go ahead and give us a rating and review. At the time of this recording, we have 95 ratings and reviews on iTunes, and it would be awesome to hit that 100 mark uh, and hit that goal. So please help with that if you are so inclined. And then also go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Stay Fork Designs. So we gave you a lot of information about the journal. Go ahead and go over to the website. Uh, there's a page for the journal that gives you more information and you can read it on your own. But we are thankful for that you're listening along with us and we'll see you in the next episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. Shot, shot, we focus so long.